Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? It can be hard to know where the line is that separates coaching and therapy. There's definitely some overlap between them, but there are also some important differences. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at com, you'll save 25%. So that's pretty cool. I'm psychologist Dr. R.A. Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. To be completely honest, it can be hard to tell the difference sometimes between coaching and therapy. I've seen various descriptions that are, you know, supposed to distinguish them, but I still notice a lot of overlap between the two. This is partly because both coaching and therapy are very broad fields. So that makes it easy for them to overlap in the middle. It's easy to point at the coaches who are at one extreme and the therapists who are at the other extreme and describe how they're different from each other, but it's those people in the middle who use a lot of the same techniques that are harder to differentiate. This may be especially true for therapists who are well-versed in working with ADHD adults, since they probably incorporate more coaching techniques than your average therapist does. Let's talk first about the similarities between coaching and therapy, you know, just to muddy the waters further. Both ADHD coaching and therapy require a strong understanding of ADHD, require a good working relationship based on trust and openness, and assist the client to find greater success and happiness. So that all sounds pretty good. Now let's talk about some differences that are often cited. Even if I have to say, I feel that there are often more exceptions to these loose rules. So they aren't written in stone, but they may help you get a clearer sense of the differences. So therapy treats diagnosable disorders, whereas ADHD coaching is strength-based rather than pathology-based. So although clients shouldn't have other mental health conditions, they do have ADHD. Therapy often considers how the past affects the present, whereas coaching tends to stay focused on the present and the future. Therapy generally doesn't get into practical problem solving, whereas ADHD coaching focuses on how the client's ADHD affects his ability to get things done and then how to overcome those challenges. Therapy seeks understanding, so that is why someone has certain feelings or does certain things, whereas coaching seeks tangible accomplishments, so that is how to achieve those goals. And finally, therapy explores complex emotional and relationship experiences, whereas coaching focuses on pragmatic strategies and necessary steps to meet those goals. They, in, in the process, they may create customized systems to help the client function better. Now, as I said, there are many therapists who would mostly fit the bill for coaching described in, you know, the last few examples, 
at least with some of their clients. And there are also coaches who slip into therapy territory, either intentionally or not. So these descriptions of what each profession does in theory tend to blur together in reality. I suppose at its simplest, we could say that coaches do coaching and therapists do therapy, but you know that sort of feels like hopping out. Perhaps instead, we could say that coaches help clients to clarify and pursue their goals with an emphasis on moving forward. They don't get too much into why a client's belief systems or issues have held him back, which may be more of a matter for therapy if a client isn't able to overcome those obstacles with coaching. A coach will focus on what needs to be done and how the client can do that. This may involve creating some systems that take the client's ADHD more into account or exploring some of the beliefs that the person has about himself to the extent that it affects the pursuit of those goals. A good coach, though, won't delve too deeply into the client's beliefs for fear of drifting into therapy territory. A good coach will identify the unique ways her client processes and learns in specific situations to help him pursue goals more effectively. She may also explore exactly what is happening in the situations where the client is successful so he can repeat and generalize from those successes. In this way, ADHD coaching focuses more on clients' strengths than on their weaknesses. One big difference, perhaps, is in how the logistics of sessions are handled. Most therapists see clients in person for 50 minutes every week or two. Coaches tend to meet by phone and may do some email check-ins between calls. Some coaches will also do brief check-ins by phone. As a result, a therapist will be local because, you know, you have to drive to their office, whereas a coach doesn't have to be. Coaching sessions may also be more structured in how the time is used, although some therapists are also very structured. Because coaching in general is pretty new, about 25 years old, and ADHD coaching in particular is even newer, about 15 years old, Coaches are still figuring out and defining what they do and how they do it. Even therapy, which has been around for a century, is continuing to evolve. As a result, members of both fields borrow techniques from the other. I mean, if it works, why not? So some convergence can take place. The various coach training programs are working to create more consistency within the field, so we should see more clarity develop over time, hopefully. However, there is one distinct difference between therapy and coaching, and that's how the boundaries are handled. Licensed therapists have very strict limitations on how they can interact with, with clients, whereas coaches have no such legally enforceable restrictions. For example, I'm not allowed to go out to lunch with current or former clients or engage in business dealings beyond our therapy relationship. The licensing boards worry that these extracurricular activities could lead a therapist to intentionally or unintentionally take advantage of a client. For example, a client may worry that if he didn't pick up the tab for dinner, his therapist would be angry with him and thereby feel compelled to make the offer. This then is a setup for bad blood. By contrast, coaches have no such restrictions and can have contact with clients outside of the coaching sessions. They have their own good judgment to rely on, as well as ethical standards put out by professional organizations, but neither is legally enforceable. 
You can make arguments both ways about which is better. The restrictions on therapists can feel unnecessarily rigid at times, but it does offer some real clarity about the nature of the relationship, so there's no confusion on anyone's part. Because coaches have more freedom on these matters, they can take advantage of mutually beneficial opportunities. This carries a risk, but it also offers rewards. So if you're considering expanding your relationship with your coach to beyond the predefined limits, or if your coach suggests it, you need to think seriously about it beforehand. Probably the most crucial factor that determines whether this is a good or bad experience is how strong each person's boundaries are. That is, can you each see the situation clearly, come to mutually agreed upon expectations, and resolve differences of opinion peacefully? Most important, can each person walk away from the interaction without bad feelings? If you can truly answer yes to all of these questions, then it may be worth discussing possibilities with your coach. As when friends start dating, the danger is that your initial relationship may be lost or damaged by these additional activities. Hopefully this podcast has helped you understand the difference between coaching and therapy. You know, like I said, there isn't a clear difference between them, but there are still important differences, and, you know, they're both helpful in their way. As a final note, I'll be doing a teleclass on ADHD and money management with psychologist Dr. Stephanie Sarkis through ADD Resources on Tuesday, December 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Stephanie has a much-needed book coming out on the topic in December, so this is a great timing. It'll be an interview kind of discussion sort of thing. It should be a lot of fun. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And if you're interested, you can get more information at addresources.org. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.